Walking the room. I'm walking around and I'm in the room, Dave. I'm walking the room. The, oh, God. Shut up. Just, can we... Is that how... Uh, why? Why would I come in with a positive... I'm in, like, in a really good mood. I'm in a pair of pants that I made. I'm uh, in a, I, like... I come at you with, like, some super high positive energy. Well, it was just a bull... It was just a bullshit, unprofessional... Here, here's how you do it. You're, you're losing people. Like as you do this, you're like listening to Walking the Room, starring Dave Anthony and Greg. Walking the <laughs> I now I know why. What's the taxi can? Now I know why I hate you. You're like shit. I, I he doesn't it. hate me. I no, misread it. Yeah, he, no, he does. He wrote no, another. He's a friend of mine. He wrote, he, wrote, he wrote me and said, "No, go ahead. What do you say? Is he really a friend of yours? No, no. Well, he is. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's a he's an internet friend." Oh, do you have an internet friend? <laughs> yes, Dave. Are you making internet friends? Yes, unlike you, is I it, make friends it, everywhere. Is it like a pen pal? <laughs> oh, do you no, have Dave. a little? Yeah. Do you have a little friend that you talk to in yeah. Finland? Like when a guy writes me, I don't write back and go, "Oh, do you wish I was a sandwich?" Why not? Yeah, because see, I'm nice. Yeah, but that guy's a fucking cocksucker. Well, you could have been nicer. Well, he's a giant. Fu- he he crossed. Texican the has line. like 40 questions for us today. By Texican the way, Texican blew it out of the water. Greg. I'm, I call him Texican. Do you have man. questions? And Texican uh, uh, apparently has a lot of time on his hands. And he cranked out There's like eight thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of questions. So we'll get to those in the, we'll get to those later on today. But so I want to tell you so I want to tell you a quick thing. So uh, I go to Seattle uh, this past weekend for the Bumbershoot Festival, where I did the Bring the Rock shows, which are a show, which are shows that I do with a band, and uh, the comedians come up and they tell music stories, and the band plays a song related to it. It's a really fun show. We did it there a couple years ago, and uh, and I'm psyched, and I'm there, and and uh, there's a lot of comics up there. There's like a convention, and you know, there's also music at the Bumbershoot Festival. The first night, the headliner was Dylan. The second night, it was Weezer. Third night was Mary J. Blige. There was bands all over the place in different venues. I got to see uh, the Ravenettes, who are one of my very favorite bands in the whole world. It'd be neat if you would play one of their songs on here today. If uh, people haven't heard them, they're really good. You'd like them. You'd like it. It's like yeah, it's like um, it's like Jesus and the Mary Chain meets girl group type of stuff. It's really really good, and they've been around for a while. It's just this guy and this girl. So everything's going really well, and there's just a fucking really positive vibe. And the first show we do is really good. But I've noticed that a lot of a lot of the comics, a lot of my peers, are having a little bit of trouble sort of making eye contact with me. I'm like, really? what is it? Yeah, it's weird. I'm finding this weird thing. Was unrelated on your unrelated. Shirt? I let, let me finish. So unrelated, yes, uh, success. So unrelated to that, <laughs> I'm backstage and this guy says to me, he goes, look at this. It's called the Seattle Stranger and it's a newspaper. And in the newspaper, it says Seattle Stranger's Guide to Bumbershoot. And so, Seattle Stranger is like is, is like their alternative. Their, yeah, it's their, their LA, LA, LA Weekly Village Voice, that kind of thing. Bingo. Yeah. So my friend goes, look at this Weezer thing. So the Weezer article is titled "How Weezer Have How Weezer Have Ruined Their Career." 
What? So it's, a, it's a long, long article about this guy's sort of disappointment and where the band has gone. Then there's a blurb for the Weezer show in the section where there's a blurb of all the different shows. It also says, fuck you, Weezer. So I get the tone of the what? thing. What? I get the tone of it. So now I'm flipping through the paper. This is where I go wrong. And I see a picture of Pardo. And it's a nice picture of Pardo. And I go, oh, cool. And they're like, America's favorite podcaster, Jimmy Pardo, blah, 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 blah. Right underneath it is the review for Greg Barron. Greg Barron's Bring the Rock. And it starts off like this. You might think that Greg Barron is a frosted-tipped douche. Okay. A frosted-tipped <laughs> douche. So, well, hang, yeah, on, hang, yeah, on, hang yeah, on, hang on, yeah, hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on. Now, come on, be real with me for a minute. So, <laughs> that's how it starts off. You might think he's a frosted-tipped douche for writing that stupid, stupid book for stupid, stupid women. So it's right out of the gate. Like, it's as, it's as mean as anything that's in the, in the thing. Then it goes on to say, but his comedy is funny and vulnerable and, char- and he's charismatic and blah, blah, blah. Um, and his show, Bring the Rock, is, and then they take a quote from the press clipping that says the stories, of, uh, stories about music and the people who've rocked them. And it says... Hopefully, the show isn't as horrible as it and Greg Barrett sound. So it starts with a, an insult. Wait. It says I'm... has. It's. I was like... I'm like... So now... Did two people write it? So... The blurb? I don't know. I don't know. And it's a, and it's a girl that wrote it. Her name's Lindy West or something like that. She so, sounds fun. She fucking is awesome. The point is... The point is, I think... I think... One, what... I have... I, I have a very, I am an incredibly fortunate human being. I have had an amazing life and I'm very, very lucky. And I have, I have more than most people will ever have and I'm fucking aware of that. But the times when I do feel like, oh, this is going to be an uphill battle are things like that where literally the book's five years old. I'm just putting on a show that's fucking about something else and the person wants to compliment me but can't go out of the way to say something fucking so mean that I, I like staggered. I was like, wow, okay, I get it. First off, do your fucking homework. They're not fucking tipped. They go all the way to the root. It's blonde was all the way to the fro- fucking root. Frosted tipped douche, is that what it was? Frosted tipped douche. Okay. I can't disagree with that and I think it's a term of endearment. That's fucked up. <laughs> Look, man. That's fucked up. And, Here's and, the deal. And, Here's and, the deal. And, you know the deal. You wrote a book I, that I get the hipsters the, are always going to hate. I, I get the deal. And I'm and I, I don't have a problem with that. It's just one of those things where even when you're trying to do something else, yeah. you go, fuck. And then that's the thing that makes you go, I don't... I don't... I, I, I don't need that. Do you know what I mean? Like You don't need what? To be... Called a frosted tip dude. Yes, exactly. There are certain days no, where nobody I go, needs that. Nobody is <laughs> like, you know what I need today? Well, fuck. <laughs> I, I just it. need to wake up and yeah. head down to the gym and have some guy look at me and go, "You are a frosted tip <laughs> douche." Hey, thank you. Hey. I can go on with my day now. Hey, cunt tits. <laughs> nice job on the treadmill. <laughs> Why don't you sweat your sorrow somewhere else, you fuck pie? No, I get it. I get it. You, but the, let me. But so the rest of the weekend. So whatever. So but the kind of cool. But so then then here's the other side of it. So then I sort of embraced it and I started calling myself America's favorite frosted tip douche. And then I talked about it in the thing. And clearly the audience had read it as well because when I mentioned really? it, everybody laughed. Yeah, it's a yeah. small town yeah. in a way. And it was kind of cool. And then and then people were like, then they kind of got on my kind of got on my side a little bit. And I never called out the person, and I wouldn't because it, that I'm not. 
I don't want to be in a fight with somebody. You, you can have whatever opinion, and you're allowed to have whatever opinion. But it was it was tough too being around like then the next one's about John Mulaney, and it's you, if you missed this show, you've missed part of your life, and yeah. patent this and all that kind of thing is because uh, you know I'm not even comparing us as comics. It's just as people. You go oh of the group I get to be. Well, you're the guy who did something that that they don't. Right. They're always going to be mad. But anyway, so it was, it was just sort of an interesting thing. But the, but but at the end of the day, the shows went really were fucking awesome. <clears throat> um, and uh, and then so then I ran into Patton Oswalt. Now Patton is a is a longtime friend of both you yours and mine. <clears throat> a fan of the show. Fucking, he was yeah so nice about it. And uh, and what makes me sad is that like you know he doesn't have to listen to this. No, and he should. So there's something he should spirit. be better than this. Well, what I found was just. Really Feeling about how how sad his life must be. But this is something. <laughs> here's this guy that we all kind of idolize, and we imagine that he lives in some sort of kind of nerd castle somewhere. A nerd castle, and he hangs out with uh, awesome, famous people that are totally cool and famous. Imagine like, got, got it by voices are just in his garage. But then, but also, I genuinely feel like he hangs out with the X Men. Like I feel like he hangs out yeah. with fictional. Like, I would imagine yeah. his life is just all of the things that you want, and the fact that he plugs in an iPhone or puts on a headphone and then allows this to fucking seep into his head. Yeah, he loves the show. He, that, he texts me after, uh, all, after every show, and he thinks we need a different name. For the show? Yeah, he has several here. Would you like to hear them? I would love to hear them. He texted these. He's been texting these to me for about a week. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he, for about he... a week. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes the masses are right pectoral pump and the dumpy gump <laughs> uh, wait what was that one pectoral pump and the dumpy gump oh my god that sounds like a Lindsay West review yeah uh, an hour of stall career <laughs> stasis in the closet with two gigantic queers okay uh, the Greg Barron experience featuring his crazy pal Dave <laughs> what the fuck without Mark Maron <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that a lot. Um, possible tagline: Greg just learned a new four-letter word. Dave, pod queers. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jimmy Fitness and the White Pudding Hen Party with Greg, <laughs> with Greg and Dave. Jimmy Fitness and the White Pudding Hen Party. Jimmy Fitness and the White Pudding Hen Party with Greg and Dave. I love that. Uh, eat wine. That, that one's a contender. That one's a contender. Yeah. Eat wine and eat. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, dude, we're gonna eat too in a minute. Yeah, we're no, gonna I know. fucking eat. We're gonna uh, eat. The resentment room. Greg and Dave's not cast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How many does he fucking have? He just keeps sending it. He's gotta get it. He's Patton gotta... Oswalt has no fucking life. How could that be? I don't know. Uh, Greg in the middle act. <laughs> Oh my God! When did you come up from opener? I don't know. When did you get the bump from I don't opener? Know. I'm glad to just you are fucked up. Just glad not to be a host. Oh, you know what I feel like doing right now? Smacking you in the fucking side of your head. What? <laughs> I really do want to do that. Doctor push-ups and the barely and Mister barely contained. Wait, I say that again. Doctor push-ups and Mister barely contained. Uh, seething rage. Thank you for clicking subscribe by mistake. <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. Uh, the heterosexual and the soccer fan. <laughs> How to tolerate things with Greg Barrett. <laughs> Become our first subscriber. Fuck you. <laughs> Success with Greg B. <laughs> Success with Greg B. and Quanzi Davy frown pants. Oh, my God. Oh, and then this will lead into something you have to talk about. This yeah. ain't your daddy's racism. 
This ain't your daddy's racism. Ah, uh, Greg, you got something to say? Do we, okay. Yeah, fuck, if you, don't act superior to me, you fuck. And pull your collar I'm just up. Disgusting. Why, fucking, just wear your shirt like it's fucking wrong? made. I don't know, but it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Um... You were fucking here when I said it, so you didn't know either. And I and I asked a I bunch of people. Last week, I called Dave a yard ape because if you fucking spend any time with him, he ha- he. It's like um, the way I imagined it is an animal that's been taken from its place where it's supposed to live and stuck in a suburban yard and is going fucking crazy and is sweaty and eats too much. And I thought, well, that reminds me of Dave. So what? <laughs> so, I called Dave a yard ape, and I'd heard it at work because somebody said that his father, a guy who was white, said his father used to call him and his sister yard apes. Maybe you've heard of David Duke. We got an email, or we actually got a comment on our uh, over on the yeah. uh, page that we uh, the, saying, the "Hey, site. Yeah. I'm a black listener," and. Uh, that is a uh, it's a racial racist it's a, a racist, racist term, term uh, which we didn't know we did not we, know uh, that we, we apologize um, but then we someone didn't. else wrote it's uh, it's also a regional thing where in some parts of the country it's used uh, I mean on that's, children that, because those, yard ape, that's those are yard ape makes more sense to call that a kid. To me, it, that that should, that's a great no, name to call kids, like a rug rat. Like, you it's know what I, you know, when I look at you and I feel like like I, I see you and your eyes are spinning and the inside of your brain is sweating and you're trying to fucking make sense of life, yeah. and, but then you're, hoo, hoo, hoo. you're a fucking yard ape. That's what I thought. But uh, I also, there, some days there's just no end to the creativity, to the, like, who's, who's trying to make that a rate, like, who... Who Do you know where it came from? Said, I looked it up. All black people. That. I looked it up. You know where it came from? No. If you if you drive through, I don't know if you've probably never been there because there's no reason as a stand up to go there. But I I did a show in West Virginia in the fucking hills in the fucking place where you see the movies about the fucking people that are freaks. Right. And and there were like it was straight out of those mm-hmm. movies. People with eyes in different directions, like yeah. fucking teeth growing out of their nose, like sure. fucked up weirdos. Sure. Americans. Americans. And uh, so I did a so we did this little community college show and. Uh, and as we were driving through, I was like, holy fuck, every single yard has one a little, they're called lawn jockeys, right? The little right. little black ceramic right. dude in the fucking lawn. And it was just like so racist, you know, obviously, because there's no fucking black people living there. Right. And uh, and so it came from those. People now, started calling them like apes, and then they became yard apes, and then they, became, then they started saying it about uh, black people in their fucking yards. But here's what I find interesting. You know, you learn history here. I just like... You learn history on walking the room. But here's what I love. Bad history. People so riddled with their own stupidity and racism, and yet they still have the class to ride a horse around town and then tie it up when they come over to your house. I'm going to go ahead and tie my horse right up to this lawn jockey so it don't get away. Is that what a lawn jockey's for? That's what they're for. That's what that ring is for. So that when the so when you when you have when you that's what they're for. That's why they're called lawn jockeys because they're like little jockeys. They're meant to look like race jockeys that hold on to your horse. So you take your horse and you tie it up to it. Oh my God! Well, that's so those not folks, their purpose. Their purpose is to let you know that you're a racist. Well, I mean, I think you you know now they're a holdover from a simpler time when you didn't drive a Ford Taurus with a fucking with a replaced wheel uh, and a Klan sticker on it. 
<laughs> I don't know what replaced wheel means. But anyway, well, yeah. On, on the so, subject. So, so, so uh, they asked us if we could make our podcast a third less racist. 30, 30% less racist. Yeah. You got it. Other thing I wanted to say, Jimmy Pardo, uh, who was listening to the, the, the show, uh, wanted Jimmy to come Pardo up and say to funny. me, you said that I eat on air. And I did say that he ate on air. And I meant to say Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore eats on air constantly. No, I thought and Jimmy Pardo ate on air. No, I got it wrong. I, I said oh, I Pardo. I listened to the episode. You, oh, I you said, said Pardo. he eats. I said Pardo. And I even said never not you funny. You said it to him. On, I've heard him, people say it to him on the show, so it might have been you. On his show, Never Not Funny. Uh, he may have had a... But I was thinking, Jimmy Dore eats all the way... So anyway, my, I you met know, Jimmy Dore when we were having that conversation. Yeah, no, I'm glad you cleared that up, uh, because I was worried about it, and uh, I wasn't sure how much stuff I could fit in my Who Gives a Fuck bucket. Because <laughs> I have a big Who Gives a Fuck bucket, I know it's kind of empty. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. I was going into it the other day, and I found your career. <laughs> <laughs> I also found <laughs> I found your fucking hope. I found some scripts that we should be working oh, yeah, on. Yeah, 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 I know, but no, you're who hey, gives a fuck hey, bucket. You no, drove over here in it. You know, <laughs> listen you, to me. Have you part have two? You, are you part done two. with the tears can from I, your frosted tip douche? No, I want to tell you one more story okay. of sadness. And look, I'm not a guy that comes in and fucking brags that we crushed it, that every show was awesome. I come in and I tell you these stories. I get to open for, or there's just a three person show. I'm the first person on the Garfunkel Oats show. I I do the live Jimmy Pardo podcast, the live one. Very mm -hmm. nice of them to have me as a guest. I love that guy. It's a really good show, too. I go on, then they say, hey, would you mind opening this next show? So I do both shows back to back. I walk into the lobby, and a fan of Pardo's says, uh, that was a very funny set that you did. Very funny. I said, oh, thank you. He goes, yeah, much funnier than when you were on Pardo's show. You know what? So hang on, hang on. Oh, fucking fuck. so hang on, so hang on. And now, really? all I needed to do was just continue to go buy a t-shirt, which is where I was headed. So I say, it was just more of a conversation, the Jimmy Pardo show. As I'm saying that, he go, he stops and goes, I know what it is. What I'm saying is that you were funnier than the Jimmy Pardo show led me to believe you were going to be. God. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm being lectured in the lobby by my dad. I was like, what the fuck, dude? It was like that weird comedy <clears throat> nerd thing where I was like... That dude had, that dude was like, you know, you just, you stepped onto planet Asperger's. Because that dude didn't know, that dude has no social skills whatsoever. Well, you just, Asperger's. You know, no, I am saying, no, no, I, I was also trying to have, I was trying to conversate with you and allow you the room to back out of fucking garage asshole. Right. And you have no capability. Jesus Christ, dude. And you floored it. You floored it and went straight into the wall. I, uh. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck. That's what. What you say in those situations? Fuck oh. you. I'm not you I though. I can't say I, that. I enjoyed you better when I didn't know you. Is how you respond to that. <laughs> I know. Do, can I tell you what was better? Four minutes before when I was walking to the lobby and had no fucking idea. Like, yeah. It's a funny thing though when you're like a, a compliment generally is a, a generally the idea of compliments. And folks, if you're gonna give one, go ahead and let it lift the person you're giving it to. <laughs> go ahead when you give your compliment and make it a thing that makes them feel positive. Don't make it feel like they've just dug themselves out of a hole you they didn't know they were in. You were in a got, hole with like me. I've got one. I've, uh, look, that was a really good set. I enjoyed your comedy. I, I actually first heard you on Jimmy's show. And I thought, on the po podcast, I thought you were great. And that's why I came down to see you. You frosty-tipped douche. <laughs> oh, man. If you put it with my tagline at the end. Yeah. Frosted-tipped badouche. I like frosty. I like frosty-tipped douche. It's so fucked up, I'm going to call you Frosty. And I own it. Look, 
I put shit in my hair. Frosty. I dress the way I dress. I wear what I wear. Frosty. And I like it. Are we going to kiss? Oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing could be worse. Nothing could be worse. I love you. We're back. Oh, yeah, we're back. Is, oh, we're back. We're back. Walking the Room, starring Dave Anthony and Greg Barrett. Hey, I said it. I said your fucking name. When do you think that? When do you think that the listener gets tired of that? Never. When Never. The listener gets tired of that. Well, you know what? They can tell us if they're tired of it, but if they can withstand, they've been that trying to fucking, tell us. If they can withstand that song at the beginning of every episode, they can take the fucking sweet magic of my tongue. I'm going to, uh, Jesus, that's just fucking looking at you, thinking about your wife and what you just said, and I just fucking feel bad for she her. She gets the again. tongue. Um, the, <laughs> she gets the tongue. Yeah. This is a fucking, this is a lady you promised to love and cherish for the rest of her life, and then you just talk about her like that in here. Like, she's some kind of a... I will gently... You're a fucking pig. Rest no, no, no. my I, tongue against her vagina. Here's what I'd like to gently but rest. then I don't move it. I just leave it there. I'd like to rest a fucking butterfly blade right against your chest. Back your shit up. <laughs> And fucking open you up. I can't wait to hear how your fucking tap shoes that you have on against the wood floor sound when I listen to this podcast. All right, (laughs) we eating chocolate now? We're going to eat some chocolate? All right, Greg brought some chocolate, uh, and I'm supposed to eat it right now. Apparently, it's going to be, like, uh, really good. It's called Theo. Oh, fuck me. I know. They're from Seattle. It's fair trade chocolate. I don't even like dark chocolate. You get four in a box, and they're ten dollars. Fuck yeah, they are. They should be. Oh my god, get, you should get two in a box. I found their I found their tweet Mom. page. I wrote them and I said this. I like your candy so much. I will kill for you. Wow. I will find if you have if there's a murder that you need to have done. If uh-huh. there's someone you need taken out, I am your fucking man. Yeah. This did shit. They, do they respond? No. I was scared of me. They're a fucking chocolate company. They don't need some horseshit comedian yelling at them about how he's going to fucking kill someone for them. But they've got me in a database mm-hmm. if they need it now. Right. Theo Chocolates. I think it's theochocolate.com. They're not a sponsor. We we don't have enough. Yet. It's unbelievably good chocolate. It's, Theo. This is pink salted vanilla caramel and dark chocolate. They're unbelievable. They're a good company. Um, they're one of those Seattle companies. It's super conscious, and uh, they're fair trade. And check them out. This shit is fucking violently good. Um, Did you like that? Uh, that was really good. Yeah. You know, if you're listening, uh, Theo, and I assume this is the guy from uh, it, Cosby Show. It, <laughs> I believe it is. Yeah. I did see a lot of the people at the factory wear sweaters. <laughs> okay. So it's the it's the guy from the Cosby Show. Uh, and Theo, if you're listening, and you need uh, a a powerful internet presence, we'll be glad to be uh, your guys. Your you know, give us a little sponsorship deal and uh, just send us approximately five million fan of the show. If you buy the chocolate and you like it, write Theo. Yeah. And tell him what you heard about us. Yeah, from the the podcast. The podcast. And uh, Mark Marin's what the fuck. And as a little, uh, how do you do? A little special uh, bonus on that. If you do buy the chocolate, uh, Greg will eat it out of your asshole. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong yep, with you? Yeah. Why would you say something like that? I'm you upping, just ruined it. Listen, no, I'm no. Here's here's what just fucking happened. What? 
this somebody got wind of this at Theo, yep. and they're listening to it in a boardroom, and, and, and then that fucking happens. <laughs> I want to. I want to take a lot of the shit in this Listen closet. Me, ball. I'm not done. You wrecked it. You just wrecked it. You just said something so vile that all the people at CEO go, "We can't. We can't fucking. We can't. We're nice people. They may have started as ass eaters. You don't know anything about them. You're they may have begun like eating each other's ass. And going, you every know what? week you we bury do this chocolate thing. version. Every week of this. you bury this thing. Every week you make sure that at least ten people fucking check out. A chocolate. And you want to know it's a bummer about that we only have four listeners so we're minus six okay now we have... okay. Oh let me God. go get something oh, i'm it. back i want to i want to kill you <laughs> oh i, I legitimately i want to take like a spike right <laughs> uh-huh. Eddie, and you ever seen uh like when someone pikes uh throws a head on a pike you know they cut off the head and they put on a pike so when people come into town they go oh no something uh, bad <laughs> you know don't go there yeah i want to put your head on a pike but i don't want to take it off your body i want you to be alive so i'm just going to jam it up through your fucking jaw and it's going to come out the top of your head and everyone's going to laugh you know why because <laughs> you're a frosty tip douche <laughs> that's fucked up i t- i confess something to you i tell you something that's hurtful to me and then you use it over and over again what did you think was going to happen it's just fucked it's up it's a fucking weapon you gave me a weapon listen to me and you're a fucking animal someday so will... if you have a career yeah something like that could happen to you i'm just letting you know i will be called probably like, not Donald McDonald or some fucking bullshit don't try I don't and care. don't even. Oh, you do. Because I will have. You didn't like it when tw- when fucking twelve year olds at UCB didn't like you. They were fifteen. They were fifteen. All right. Speaking of, and now here here's an example of how I don't give a shit if people don't like me. So on, <laughs> that that uh, is actually pretty obvious. But so let's do it. on, uh, I have to. You've met me. I have to not care that people don't like me. Yes. Uh, we have a uh, on Friday or Saturday night. We have a stoop. Party because we have uh, across the street is uh, another uh, lovely couple who we like very much who have a baby that is six days younger, uh, and and we're very have very similar likes and dislikes and stuff. So we like to hang out and uh, we have like a stoop thing where we'll bring over our baby monitors and sit on the stoop and have some beers and then other people from the neighborhood will stop by and other people from the building will stop by. So it's fun, right? So. Um, we are having our stew party, and uh, this dude is walking by with his two dogs, and uh, and he is uh, I say he's about forty ish, uh, gay gentleman, drunk out of his fucking mind, and someone's like, hey, you know, you you are you're new to the neighborhood? He goes, yeah, I just moved into this building right here, like two two blocks. Well, then join us, you know, it's our stew party, you know, anybody's invited, so. He's one of those guys who's a fucking dick, but then acts like you're being the bad guy for responding in some way. Give me an example. Oh, fuck. Well, okay, one example is um, my wife has a very close friend who worked at uh, uh, an agency in town, and he works at that agency, and, and she left there to work somewhere else and it was not a great uh, exit uh, but a very good friend of my wife's and my uh, and so my wife says oh do you know so and so and he goes uh, oh yeah and she goes oh 
And he goes, oh, God, everyone there wishes she was dead. And then just goes on to, like, tear her apart. And she's like, right, do you remember the part where I said she was my friend? Like, that's the kind of guy. Got it. And then he's like, well, don't get all upset about it. Well, the dead part, you know, makes it kind of awkward. Sure, sure, sure. So he's that kind of fucking asshole. Got it. Uh, and, and so this is what happened. So he... Uh, he he made a couple of comments. I, so here's what I was wearing: sweats, mm-hmm. t-shirt, mm-hmm. and a, a baseball hat. Right? Okay. So, but you know I can't sign off on that. But I'm still your friend. Go ahead. You know I'm on a stew party. It's casual. It's casual. I'm casual. No, you're not fucking casual. You've never been casual. You don't know how to be casual. You don't. I'm relaxed. No, you're a fucking. Oh. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Uh, uh, also, I have tits. I don't want to. I, don't, I, I like, get it. That's going to change. P ninety X. Anyway, keep going. What? I'll talk about it later. Go. I like this story. You're on a stoop. This this fucking assholeic guy is on the stoop with you. You're wearing sweats. P ninety X scares me. It's a cult. Okay. So. Uh, I'm gonna join. Oh fuck. So. Uh, he, he's now sitting on the stoop and he's sort of holding court and sort of taken over with his loud mouth and, mm-hmm. oh, God, I, the people here in this, my building just suck and it's so great to have people at the party because I love to party. I like to, you know, when I was in my building, you just walk in each other's houses and you're like, hey, let's do it. Like that kind of shit. So he's in there talking and he goes, um, and at one point he goes, uh, now when I was in a fraternity and I went, yeah, you're like a classic frat guy. And he goes, oh. I know your type. I know exactly your type. And uh, at that point, my wife started doing her wife thing where she, no, 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 he's a good, he's a really good guy. And I was like, honey, just fucking let it go. Like, he thinks, he thinks he knows who I am because I made one obvious comment about, he should be going like, I know, classic frat guy, right? Like, he's like a flaming gay guy. Uh, So, uh, so then he, so then he kept like jabbing and like saying stuff like, "Oh, you're that type." Like, and then I get up to cross the street and get a beer, and I come back, and he's in my chair that I was sitting in, and I, so I just sit somewhere else, and he's like, "Really? You're just gonna let that go?" I was sitting here because I thought you'd get all pissed off about it. I was like, "Yeah, you don't know me, dude. You don't. I don't give a shit. I'm not that guy." But my wife is like flipping out in her fucking head. Right. She does and this. I and I swear and, and, to God, this is what she says. She goes. He says something else about him knowing, I know exactly who you are, that thing. And she goes, no, you don't know him. He's very gay friendly. He used to live in the Castro. He, like, knows, like, so so she's already picked up on, or she's now driving home the point that you hate the gays. Yeah. Right. That's not true, but this guy is, we don't even know if this guy assumes that, but she, that's where she is. That's where she's in the middle thinking this guy who's gay must think that Dave doesn't like him because he's gay. And now it's a thing. Well, now she's solidified that for both of you. Yeah. And so she just spins and and I keep going, no, 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 don't, don't. But he had a gay roommate. He's done totally fine. Good, good, good. Like just spinning out of fucking control. Like. And apparently it happened even more when I, right. whenever I'd leave the guy. He, he likes the gays. He likes the. Uh, so it was a classic uh, moment for my wife, and I don't give a fuck. Like and I am and, like, and, I am uh, like, do let the dude hate me, and I and but, I want to go. I, it's not that I don't like you because you're gay. It's because I don't like you because you're a fucking douchebag. Like you're a fucking asshole. Right. Right. As your friend, Dave, mm-hmm. having having there, there are times where, you know. I I I honor the path that you're on, which is 
I am who I am, and this is what I'm going to say. And yeah. uh, but sometimes that can get uncomfortable. Just, huh? just uh, for the viewer. And uh, I know. Listen to me. I'm not against it. I look. I'll go back, and I'll I, I will repeat the story of when you told Aunt how you felt about him having had a bad experience with him, you know, during uh, last comic standing, and then told him at a dinner party that I had invited you to at a charity event. I like that <laughs> because that time. gives me something to talk about. Yeah. But I do. I do feel for Heather a little bit because she is, um, uh, and I'm not diagnosing her here, but a little bit of a codependent, and she sees you and goes, oh, God, it's got to be okay. It doesn't have to be okay. What I've learned in my life is that it's okay for people to, like, and I've become very comfortable with, obviously, otherwise we couldn't be friends, uh, with uh, your, uh, I like who you are. I'm like Uh, a soft bunny. I'm like a soft. No. Like, if I was an animal, I'd be a soft bunny. No. Have you ever, do you remember the first time you fell off your bike and you hit your asshole bone? That's what you're like. You're that fucking shocking sting that goes all the way through your fucking forehead and your eyes, and you don't even, you don't even know you could have pain there. That's what you're like when you get it right in the asshole bone. <laughs> oh god, we just found a name. When for you my get first, it in the asshole bone, we found a name for my first comedy album. Yes, asshole bone. Like a sharp sting in your asshole bone. <laughs> oh my god, Dave Anthony comedy. We gotta go. What? How about how about uh, fat guy in mittens? <laughs> That's a good name for the show too. I like that Patton wanted to rename it. Yeah, a lot of names. He's got a lot of names. That guy was funny on the show when he wasn't here. Patton? Yeah. He's fucking. He's fucking great, man. I never seen this. He did fucking ten minutes uh, of running into a junkie in the park. Yeah. He had an experience over lunch that became a chunk. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck that guy. Walking the Room returns for episode... It's not... Segment three. (laughs) Walking the Room returns after... Walking the... Give me that. Walking the Room returns for episode... Walking the Room segment four. (sighs) Hurt... 3333 asks this question. This is a Twitter question? It's off the Twitter. You can write us, by the way, where, Dave? Uh, at Walking the Room at Twitter. Uh, <coughs> at Walking the Room is the Twitter uh, thing. Uh, you can do uh, Walking the Room at gmail.com and then Walking the Room at, at uh, Facebook. Facebook.com. That's right. If you want tour information from me, you can go to gregbarrett.com. You can go to Greg Barrett Facebook page. Uh, but I'm also always putting it up on Rip Like Jesus. My uh, Twitter account is at Rip Like Jesus. And uh, my name on there is Crybaby Spider Man. Hurt3333 says, What do each of you do when you have the house all to yourself for a while? So let's start this with after jerking off. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> But you're, you're. I clean up. I take a shower. I don't clean up. I'm not gonna fucking clean that shit. Yeah, see, I clean time. it up. Fuck that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because you're tr- you're still trying to fucking find your place in your house, so you're laying your scent. Whereas I run this castle. I, what I do is I'll, I run I, this castle. I, I I take a I take a I go to the bathroom and then I'll and then I'll rub my ass on the carpets <laughs> yeah. instead of wiping. Yeah. Is that? Uh, yeah. Like I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Everybody kind of knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I fucking, uh, I, I end up getting writing done. I don't have any, there's no time where I'm like, ah, I'm going to hang out and do this. 
I'm putting the podcast together. I'm doing writing. Like I, I'm not right now. I'm not having any lounge around the house. You don't get caught time. in some kind of cycle of fucking around. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I go on uh, my yeah. favorite websites, read it, or fuck around on Twitter. But that's about yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I cut out like all the political websites. You're pretty, so. You do a pretty good job over there on Facebook. I mean, that doesn't count as writing. You know that. I've right? uh, no, no, no. I'm getting a deal. Is that right? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm getting a, I'm getting a, a I'm, deal hoping it, I'm hoping it turn into a movie, some sort of Facebook movie. <laughs> God, it's gonna be awesome! I can't wait to see it. Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't Facebook as much as I did before. I'm kind of over Facebook. Are you? Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't. I like, I like Twitter because Twitter is, uh, you just do a brief little funny thing in here, and then there's no. There's no fucking a million comments or if I go in if I like if you go to Twitter and you um, Facebook if you go into Facebook and someone leaves a comment and you go oh and you hit like then you got to get all these messages from other people oh no they're fucking bullshit so I don't like the uh, that that sort of community aspect of it where you got to read some fucking so people from I don't like others. people I don't, you don't like, like others I don't like people I would right. like I would like an input um like some sort of collective murder situation where there's just everyone kills each other and then it's me. <laughs> that sounds great. And it's called Dave Book. That sounds great. <laughs> I like Dave Book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like the. Uh, I get you know what. When I'm on Facebook. I enjoy the comment the comments of funny people. Yeah. And so when other people leave comments, I get a little bit annoyed. But why don't well, why don't you why don't you uh, why don't you and you go and hurt my feelings? Why don't you just fucking hide me? It's not. Did you hide my fucking profile, or or why don't you just drop me? I mean, why don't you, you can just say this to me. You don't have to pretend like the comments of other people. I'm the only person comments on your page because I'm your only friend. Here's the deal. Fuck, I, it's just you and me. I assume. I mean, that, what do you? Why do you pretend like that you have other friends? I assume that when you heard that comment, that Dave you Anthony have the, followers one, Dave Anthony have, friends one, you would have the grace and dignity to quietly accept what I had said. As a, you know, as a true and mighty write the responses because I need to give them something to do. They feel that bad for you. Yeah, they're not that great. No, mighty, they're not. Mighty's five, true's eight. Well, the last one just said dog's butt. That was mine. But the point is, <laughs> I thought that was funny. The other thing, okay, so with my spare time, I will do almost the uh, you know, same thing. Like, I have a weird, like, um, sort of OCD thing where I'll go, to, I'll go down and I'll play the guitar for a few minutes and I'll start to write something and I'll record half of it then I'm done then I'll stop half of it? I'll record some of it I won't write a whole song I'll mm. put record a part of the thing and I'll go ah chocolate and then I'll go downstairs and I'll eat something and yeah. I'll think oh I should work out now and then I'll get dressed to work out but when I'm doing that I decide to tweet for a little bit and then I fucking tweet and that's boring and then I go on the superficial.com and I look at like Paris Hilton's ass bones and then I go oh this makes me a bad person so I go into my closet to see if there's something in there that makes me happy oh and two hours go by and nothing's really been accomplished I think you're Kim Kardashian I sort of I sort of and I am I also pretend I'm Kim Kardashian for a while yeah. but I will just sort of I won't like if I have a job, I'll go to it and I can and I can do That's whatever good. tasks That's are laid very out. Good. But what I'm saying is in a given situation when it's time to work, I'm a very hard worker. If you leave me to my own devices, I will do a third of almost everything <laughs> for hours. Some of the clothes will get hung. Some of this will get hung. Then I'll come back to them. Like if I was I was thinking like that. When I was single, my house looked amazing. Not because I cleaned up 
like I would clean so up, mine. but slowly all the time in my way. But ah. now that I'm in a house with other people that like things done their way, it is in the same way. Because I like to start, like I said, a project and then leave for a while to masturbate. Yes, but you know what? I do that too, right? but my wife doesn't get it. She'd be like, right. how come you did two-thirds of the dishes? Because I was doing the dishes, and then I remember the Giants game was on, or I decided to walk away and go to the bathroom, and then I got distracted, yes. and I was doing... She doesn't... She's like, I don't understand but, how you right. can always do two-thirds of the dishes, and it's because... Because if you fucking would shut up and let me be there, like, if you just left, you would see that then I come full circle. Yes! Because I head back into the kitchen later, and I go, oh, fuck, I need to finish these, and then they get done. But, but she they is, don't fucking know that. But she is always like... But you didn't do them. No, I I didn't do them yet. Yes. I'm not done yet. Why do they have to be done? I fucking put a dish in. She's like, why do you leave the dish there? I go, because it's not ready to be cleaned it's yet. It's not. It's so not ready to be cleaned. I just finished the coffee. The cup just finished the coffee. Yeah. We need to fucking sit for a minute. Yeah. And then it needs to have some arbitrary time while it's in there before I come back and revisit the wash. It needs to have a moment to itself. Before I sneak back up to on be it. a dirty dish. How fucking hard is it, dude? I, it drives me because, and you remember when I was a single dude, my place looked fucking good. Yeah. But it did it in its own way. Yeah. I'll get the oatmeal off the floor when I return to that room. Yes. But I'm not going there now because I guess what I thought about. Porn or snacks or guitars or maybe I'll go jerk off the guitars. Maybe I'll mix it up. Maybe I want to go look outside my window. Yeah. No, I'm I'm right there with you. I mean, I just, I feel like sometimes it's hard. I also wonder, I wonder if that's a guy thing or if that's a comedian thing because... It's a guy thing. Because I I am always like... As a comedian, I'm often not where I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my I, my body's here and my head's off somewhere else. And so I can just drift away from something and, and I'm just in another fucking place right. when I'm doing something. And then I walk away. But here's the other thing I also realize. I think probably because people at some point in their life did stuff for us, maybe. But my dad's like this. My dad, and my dad is not a comedian. He'll take his clothes. Now, he lives by himself. He'll take his clothes and put them on the washing machine and then leave. And I know he comes back later and goes, they're not done. (laughs) And then he puts them in the washing machine and they sit in there for a day or two before he needs pants again. Then he opens them up and goes, oh, here they are. And they go in the dryer. It's not that he doesn't know how to do it. It's just that he doesn't know that it's not going to finish itself or he just, like I said, maybe it's just a guy. I don't know if it's a guy thing. I think it is a guy thing. I'll give you an example of that. I came home today and I was like, I'm going to change my shirt before I go out again. And I took my shirt off, and I looked at the hamper, uh-huh. and, there, and so there's the hamper, and then there were a couple of pairs of folded pants on top, clean pants, and I thought, and I put it on top of the clean pants, and I thought, I should put that in the hamper. And then, I, and then my next thought was, fuck, shit's just going to pile up on top of that. And then I just walked out of the room. Do you know how easy it is no, to put dude, it in the hamper? Could, could you There's imagine? I was thinking about this too. So we we obviously lucked out in our time period in life, and that, that we missed the draft. Where we, you know, there was no draft, uh, and now you go, you know, you go into the military because you want to, or you don't want to be homeless, and uh, uh, or you've just made some mistakes, or you want to serve our country. There's a lot of different reasons people go into it. But if I were drafted. I would be a terrible soldier, but I'd live through it. And here's why. I'd be out wherever the battlefield is, and I'd go, I'm going to fucking shoot you, but I'll be right back. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you can't shoot me yet because I'm not ready. I heard that they. I'm not I ready. Heard Hang that on. This jungle has chocolate. <laughs> Hang on, dude. Before you shoot me, do you want a chocolate? Because I'm going. I'm gonna go get a chocolate. And then, what size are you? Fuck. Can I have? Because we have these uniforms. Yeah. Can we swap? Swap them up. Your fucking Your sweater. Your hat would look good with this shirt. I fucking hate to say it, but those sweaters that you guys have with the patches on the shoulder, yeah. those are fucking awesome. I, I would shoot you in the face. No, 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 you wouldn't, because you know why? why? I'd have the chocolate. Nah, uh, well, no, I'd, take, I'd shoot you in the face and take the chocolate. You wouldn't know where to get more. No. One time, uh, my wife... Came into the uh, at this point. It's now the nursery, but it used to be my my uh, office and game room. And you know, I was playing a video game, and my wife walks in and goes, "How come you can't put a new toilet paper roll on, on and where it goes?" And I said, uh, "I just looked at her and I went, honestly." And she goes, "Yes." I go, "Cause I'm lazy." And the confusion and the defeat that crossed her face yeah. was priceless. She just went, oh, and she walked away. Because that's the honest answer. It I'm is. just fucking lazy. And what I would have loved to have had you yell as she was going down the hall, I won't be earning any money either. <laughs> you know, someone's got to be the comedy relief around the house. I, dude, that is a job that I embrace. So, Unfortunately, it's mighty. But I would love that yeah. job. I'd love She's to have that job. She's funnier than everybody. She's funnier than everybody. Do we have anything else? I think we should remind everybody to, um, you know, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, you know, keep it to yourself. Don't tell anybody Yeah, don't else. tell anybody. We don't want this to get bigger. We don't. We want this. We want... Can we, we, you, we could, if you could help us shrink our base, that'd yeah. be awesome. Take it down. Like, if you know someone else who's listening, talk them out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Um, do not go over and write a positive thing over on... Uh, yeah, don't go over to iTunes and write a positive uh, review. That would be really horrible. Uh, and don't tell other people about it. Seriously, fucking give it a tweet. Throw it up on Facebook. Tell some people. If you know someone you want to listen to it, burn a couple onto a CD and give it to them. And the people who have... Uh, thank you so much because I, in, in, in all honest uh, all honesty this week uh, when I was in Seattle I actually had people come up and said they like the podcast that were uh, not family and uh, uh, and it was nice it was it was really really nice and uh, uh, people brought chocolate and uh, the people have just been there there have been some folks that enjoy it and uh, and uh, wait 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 people brought chocolate yeah and uh, taffy did you get Tim Tams? Uh, I got Tim Tams in one city. I can't remember where it was. Uh, it may actually have been. In, I think I actually got Tim Tams in uh, Addison, Texas. So, but what, I was, what kind of chocolate did you get in Seattle? Uh, Seattle, I actually, because I tweeted about the Theos, somebody brought the, the some Theos chocolate. They brought me some of that and a okay. bag of coffee and some taffy. Okay, I don't give a shit about taffy, but at least you shared that. At least you shared the Theos. I brought it back. So you're, yeah. you're getting a so little bit So be meaner better. to me next fucking podcast. Well, because I expect so little Where was you. my fucking gift? You're generally just a fucking cock, and I have to fucking battle with that all the time. When you stop talking to the mirror, talk to me. Right. When you stop talking to the mirror, talk to me. Will you write a book for when me? When you stop... Yeah, I will. What's it going to be called? Fuck off. <laughs> Thank you.
Welcome back to Walking the Room. Uh, Dave and I have decided to offer you a free bonus se- uh, segment. Yeah. Uh, a Segaroo, a new Segaloonie, Segatone. And, Here uh, comes Segmento uh, Quatriano, right? Quatriano? Yeah, that's it, end of the four, The four Seggy. I hate you. That's the end of the segment. <laughs> Why is it over? I want to set you on fire. <laughs> Why is it over? Because we're doing a segment. No, because you're... A segment. <laughs> segment, segment four. <laughs> um... Here's what I want to talk about because uh, there's a comedian named Joe DeRosa who's very funny, and uh, I bought his album recently, uh, the Depression Auction, and on it he talks about opening, going to the Juggaloo gathering and doing stand-up, uh, and how fucking insane that is. And if you don't know what the Juggaloos are, I will tell you right now, reading off of Wiki. The term originated during a live performance by Insane Clown Posse. Now, if you don't know who Insane Clown Posse are, they are you have a life. Uh, idiots who put on clown makeup and then rap. How great does that sound? Uh, so during the song The Juggler, Joseph Bruce addressed the audience as Juggaloos. And the positive resu- response resulted in... Bruce and Joseph Utzler using the word thereafter to refer to themselves and their friends, family, and fans, including other psychopathic records artists. Jugglers have compared themselves to a family. How about that? Never heard that before. Common characteristics include drinking the inexpensive soft drink Fago and wearing face paint. (laughs) Fuck, dude. That sounds awesome. Wait a minute. I want to drink an inexpensive... What's it called? It's it's an inexpensive soft drink called Fago. F-A-Y-G-O. Which I've never uh, heard of. Uh... Apparently it's awesome, but what a great thing to base your uh, movement on and your and your your family. Well, what I like okay. is what I like is it sounds like the uh, they have a song called the Juggler. The Juggler, right? Which is I guess like the the hip hop slang for juggler, and everybody knows how fucking awesome and jugglers are, oh, and, how, and how he, the, but a juggler does yeah. that shit in a way that you can't even fucking deal. No like, way. He he's the fucking badass. Have you ever juggler. had a beat down from? A juggler, Fuck yeah, they'll Every fucking time. beat you down. Oh, look, you didn't see that bowling pin coming. Bam! How about that? Dude. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna cap you. Okay. How about that? So I'm gonna juggle a cap into you. <laughs> so the first time I heard about this was because uh, T- Tia Tequila is that her name? Tila Tequila. Tila, Tila yeah. Tequila, who is uh, a girl who just got famous from uh, being on MySpace and pretending like she was somebody. Uh, uh, somehow, I guess she put on an album. So, th- for some reason, she opened for them at the Juggaloos Gathering. Okay, back up. The Juggaloos Gathering started in like 2000. And basically, they just started getting a bunch of fucking of their fans and going into a quarry, a rock quarry, and having a concert. And then in 2005, the rock quarry was a problem because the owner was like, why? You guys are fucking idiots, and you're messing up everything. Do you think someone said, "Hang, y'all get them clowns out of my quarry"? <laughs> they got, they got, y'all, kicked, y'all, they got, got y'all get get them clowns out of my quarry. They got I, kicked out of a I'll, quarry. I'll, I'll fucking start shooting people. How fucking if bad? You get from if you get evicted from a fucking hole full of rocks. <laughs> Did you get evicted from a hole full of rocks? I did. How's your career going? Yo, how's it going? I wrote a song about it. Step off, baby. I'm a juggler. <laughs> I'm a juggler. 
So now they do it in the forest in Ohio, I think. Dope me up smoke. And, and dope me up smoke. And uh, and Tila Tequila went up and went out there and they threw shit at her and hit her in the face and she was like bleeding. You didn't know about that? No, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. She went. Uh-huh. She went to perform, and the insane clown posse guys were like, "I, I don't think you should go out there. You know, it's not going to be great for you." Well, she's like, "I got this. I'm a performer." So she goes right. out, and she's they just juggler. start throwing rocks and bottles at her, and she, like hit her in the face and cut her, and like mm. so this picture of her like bloody face online. Method Man went out, and uh, someone winked some at him and hit him in the face, and he got cut, and he kept singing. So whatever, they're a bunch of fucking douchebags. They're they're like so. Then I became obsessed. I become obsessed with them, and I'm just going online, and there's all these videos that they put together, and it's like watching, like it's like you, they cannot explain what they are. They're just <laughs> yes. like, hey man, it's about family. It's about you know just having respect for each other. And then someone will go like, the- yeah, but what about what about violence? Well, people who deserve it get it. Okay, that's not respect for each other. <laughs> Now you're just a fucking asshole. Really? Well, you're not a family. You're just a but that bunch. That sort of sound like our show. No. Okay. Fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Fair enough. No, I hear what you're saying. So they're like a Manson family. They're well. You know what they are? They're just like they're like uh, they're like Limp Biscuit fans. They're just about fucking idiots who are now called who just say we're a family. No, you're not. You're a bunch of fucking idiots who dude. follow clowns. Dude, do you like rocks? I yeah yeah. Because if you didn't, I'd fucking kill you. Okay, weird. Yeah. I, I yeah come here. We're family. No, no, no. no. No, Hug no. Me. no. Hug me. Okay. Pod cuddle. <laughs> Why don't we have a bunch of people called cuddlers? Yeah. So cuddlers. That's, that's where this Cuddler. is going. We need to have. See you. Right? Cuddlers. Cuddler. C U D D L A. What about puddlers? How about I didn't even say the A? C U D D L A. Cuddler. 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 So, okay, so. What are our rules? This is where we're going with this. Okay. We need to have. We need to have. A, a name for our followers, right? Much like the Insane Clown Posse, uh, uh, who are our Stike, idols. Who's a friend of ours, Stike, friend of the show, wrote us and said, "What uh, Mark Marin's followers are? What the fuckers or what yeah. the fuck buddies or whatever?" So he thought we should have followers. Um, we should we should have people listen to the show first. But I think when they begin to follow yeah. us, what should we call them? Uh, cuddlers, cuddlers, puddlers, cuddlers. No, cuddla. The guy, uh, Seth Mills is the guy who wants to make the t-shirt for us. If he wanted to make like a pod cuddle t-shirt on the back, it says Kala. And then has a picture of Mitch. <laughs> and here's what you do to join our thing. You wear short pants and high white socks. Whatever bad t-shirt you got. It's it's almost you go anti-Greg with it. You, yeah. just, you go... Cuddle? Are you a cuddler? And, no, and then a sweater on top. And you know what? You know what's really all about. Where's our festival gonna be? You know what's what about. What hole are we gonna play? You know what it's about. Uh uh-uh. uh Family. Oh my god, dude, it's so about family. But if you don't like us, but here's the deal. Yeah. No clown makeup. Mm. But clown from the neck down. <laughs> yeah. None on your face, but clown body paint. Clown from the clown outfit. Clown from the neck down. That's our fucking oh my slogan. God, clown from the neck. <laughs> cuddler. Are you a cuddler? Are you what? clown from the neck down. What's up, cuddler? <laughs> what's up, cuddler? Cuddler. Are you clown from the neck down? Oh, yo? what's up, cuddler? What's up, cuddler? Okay, I have to tell people that you were petting your dog when you did that because it sounded like you all of a sudden just started tickling my balls a little bit. A little bit. 
Okay, so the pod cuddle has followers called cuddlers. Yeah. Where my cuddlers at? Where my cuddlers at? Hey, cuddlers, what are you? We clown from the neck down. Like, that's going to be our first show. That'll be our first live show. We will come out and go, cuddlers, what are you? We clown from the neck down. <laughs> and everybody has to, you know what? Everybody, everybody you have to do too. Everybody comes out in a sweater. Yeah. Somebody wears a sweater. Yeah. And then they tear that sweater open. Yeah. And and they've got like big buttons and a folded out shirt. So everybody comes out in like a black cardigan. And then we say, what do we say? We say, hey, hey colors, what are you? And you say, we're cloud from the neck down. Say it with me. Ready? Okay. We clown from the neck down, <laughs> and then we rip off our uh, rip off our sweaters. I, I don't know if you guys are in for this, oh but God, this is going to be a this is going to be a fucking ride. Because the whole time that you, we've been telling you this, I'm being, I'm I'm fucking the the ideas are just coming, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get the juggalos, but they never met Cudlow. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you come up against a Cudlow. Oh my God! Yeah, pod cuddle. Yeah, because pod cuddle is a thing we made up. Nobody has that. We should trademark. Not yet. Yeah, right? we should. That's like trademarking shit. <laughs> <laughs> we picked the dumbest shit to trademark. We, we should. We got to trademark uh, pod cuddle. We got to trademark cuddlers, and then we got we got our first book will be. Uh, we need a clown poster. from the neck down. Clown from the neck down. We need a poster. We need a. We need a shirt. Yeah, we need a lot of shit. This is song. this shit's gonna go big now. Clown from the neck down. Like I never thought this pod this pod cuddle would become anything, but now that we have <laughs> oh my God. cuddlers and clown Please from the neck down. Us. And thanks Ben for the question. Yeah, thanks Ben. And uh, and thanks and and uh, the comedian that you liked, who's I'm gonna go check out his Joe record. DeRosa. Joe DeRosa, get his record. Get his record. He's good, huh? He's good. Yeah, he's very funny. I, maybe I maybe I'll play maybe bit. I'll play that bit at the end of this, Dude. so everyone can see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, so then, so no, right. He's an official cuddler. Yeah, he's a cuddler. I'll Although he does work in the Juggalo camp, he does. So but he's to, no, but he's to fucking kill him. Yeah, we'll, have to, we'll kill him at the end. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's it. And, and you know enjoy- who to give a beat down? Who? Kevin Sesha. And I just want to mention this because he's a friend of ours and he loves to fucking hit people. He does. He's a former boxer, comedian, and he has a book called How to Hit How to How to Beat Up Anything. Tom, no, How to Beat Up. It was originally called that. Now it's called Fuck. I just blurbed it. How to beat up Tom Hanks. Do you know why he had to change the fucking and name? Why? Because Judith Freelander put out a fucking book, How to Beat Up Anything, which is what the fucking blog that Kevin's had for years. And I loved you. I doubt you that did it on purpose. But, but can I fucked. say something? How to, yeah, but you know what's a... But I've been in the book game. How to beat up Tom Hanks. Is better. And other things. Is better. Fucking way better. And yeah. Kevin's hilarious. And the book's going to be great. Yeah, the blog's really funny. If you want to go check it out, how to beat up anything. Dot com. Yep. Kevin Sesha is a comic and our buddy and a fan of the show. So okay. another person who, and probably, a, probably, fuck, he'd be such a good cuddler. Oh, he'd be such a good cuddler. He's definitely clown. He's clapping the neck down. Dude, I mean, all the way. The down. Uh, all right. Uh, so right now I'm going to play you uh, the uh, Joe uh, DeRosa bit uh, where he went to the Juggaloo uh, concert. And uh, keep on cuddling. Um, I want to thank you all for coming out tonight. Uh, yeah. You can talk, yeah. Um, it's not always like this, being a comedian. 
Being a comedian can kind of suck. And I know what you're thinking, but Joe, you get to sleep till 3 p.m. and discover all types of porn we don't have time to look for. <laughs> yes, that's true, I know. I, I've seen all the porn, all of it. I know where the end of the internet is. I can take you there. <laughs> no, you, you, there's trannies, you don't want to say it. It's, it's weird. <clears throat> it's not always it, because here's the thing with comedy, being a stand-up comedian. You get to do what you love and it's fun to perform, but until you're famous, you don't have a ton of money. You know, you have like rent money and food money and stuff like that, but you don't have grown up, I have health insurance money. <laughs> I don't have health insurance, which is a scary thing because I find things on myself and I just have to ride it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. I'll check WebMD, I guess. I don't know. So the point is, until you get famous, you have to take every single gig that gets handed to you because you need the money. You gotta stock your nuts up for the winter. You don't know what's gonna happen. This was wonderful tonight, but I'd like to tell you in closing about the worst thing that I ever had to do in comedy ever. Uh, three years ago, I flew to Southern Ohio. It gets worse than that. I flew to Southern Ohio to perform in the woods. The woods. I don't mean a Lilith fairy forest where lesbians eat ice cream together and Katie Lang reads a poem to an unshaven beaver region on a dirty hippie. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about the goddamn woods. Blackness, disease, animal shit. Why? Because I had to perform at the Insane Clown Posse's music festival. Now, sounds like a portion of you, know, of, you, of you know who they are. That's great. For those of you that don't know who the Insane Clown Posse is, they are the worst band ever. Ever in the history of man. They're grown men that dress up as clowns and then they rap about being clowns. Think about how much that sucks in your head when you just imagine it. Then realize that it's real. It's the polar opposite of like the Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot or some shit where you lie in bed at night and go, that'd be pretty cool if that was real. No, this is real and it sucks. But despite my hatred, I need the money, I gotta do the gig. So my manager at the time, which is the key phrase there, he says, go to the woods, your contact will meet you. Yes and bring you in like a Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now and I gotta go find Kurt so sure enough I get to the woods my contact is waiting for me uh, I could go through a lot of colorful and cute examples about what the contact may or may not have looked like let's just cut to the chase it was a 40 year old man dressed as a clown okay that was my point man in case I needed help or advice or when I got paid at the end of the night I had to go to a 40 year old man dressed as a clown with a horn tied around his neck can I have my money please oh that makes me feel like a man right <laughs> and let me tell you how he brought me to the stage in a van that didn't have seats in it in a van that didn't have seats in it in a van that didn't have seats in it Please comprehend what I'm saying to you right now. Do you know how fucking terrifying it is to climb into the back of a seatless van in the middle of the goddamn woods, nonetheless? It only means one thing. Prepare to be raped by a clown. 
Clown rape is coming at you hard and fast right now. Hope you're ready for it. Hope clown makeup doesn't stain. It's gonna be all over your shit. Mainly your back. Need the money. Gotta do the gig. So, I get to the stage, I'm doing the show. It's not going well, believe it or not. And I'm about like 45 minutes into the show, I'm supposed to do an hour, and uh, I stop because this woman in the audience uh, takes a break from cutting herself and smoking crystal meth for just long enough to heckle me for the 87th time. And I've had it at this point. And I say to myself, you know what, buddy? You work too hard. You take your art seriously, you take your craft seriously, you tell this young lady that you don't care for her opinion. That came out different. I was under a lot of pressure and, uh, you know, came out more like, die, whore! Die, you pig piece of shit, whore! Like that, sort of. Now, in order to defend this woman's honor, the entire audience, who also dress up as clowns and call themselves juggaloos, to give yourself an idea where these fucking people are at mentally, they start chanting at me in unison, family, family, family. I don't know what that means either. But put it in perspective. Think about how scary it would be to hear a random group of people that you had nothing to do with chanting that. Like if you were walking down the street like, man, I want a Big Mac, and you got to McDonald's. Family! Family! I got a Whopper. Fuck that shit. I don't know what that... No way. What? Then picture them chanting it at you and only you in anger. Then... Put clown makeup on the whole thing. It was the lowest point of my goddamn life. But here's the funny part, and I swear to God this is true. A year later, they offered me double the money, and I took the gig. So thanks for making this a good one, everybody. Thank you for being a part of this. Take care of yourselves. Joe DeRosa, everybody, put your hands together for Joe DeRosa.